You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode, episode 193 on this Monday morning here in Australia. As always, hope you had a fantastic weekend and great to be here starting the week talking about exciting things that hopefully help you build your business and create more financial freedom in your life. Now, today I want to talk about a disease, really, a bit of a negative topic to an extent, but looking at a disease that can eat away at your business and really destroy your chances of having a great business and creating that financial freedom. And that disease is TB, what we call TB, what I like to call TB. Now, yes, as always, I I always refer back to my hospital days, my physiotherapy days, my health science days, because I learned so many lessons about just dealing with people and how to handle people. I learned skills of running a business and all that kind of stuff in there as well. But, you know, in the hospital system, TB stood for tuberculosis. And if you saw that there was TB happening or a patient had a history of TB, all that kind of stuff, you were on your toes. You know, you were ready for a lot more challenges than just the average person that came in the door. Tuberculosis is a terrible disease and it's, you know, it's cost many, many lives. It's a terrible disease. And if anyone had any kind of history or anything of it, you knew it was going to be a greater challenge when they came in and saw you or when you saw them, essentially. Now, in business, in network marketing, in our business, TB stands for techno bubble. <laughs> and techno babble is when we love to get all caught up in the techno babble stuff about our business. And I have talked about this before, but I want to really hit one specific point on it today because we've talked about it in other realities and other side of things. You know, we've talked about it and, you know, no one wants your product. They want a solution to the problem in their life. You know, no one wants specific ingredients. No one wants specifically sourced proteins or specific types of, you know, mitochondrial DNA chain things, right? No one actually wants those things. They just want like, will this help me feel better? Afterwards, if they're feeling better and they want to learn more, we can tell them more. Why am I feeling better? How is this working? But in the initial conversation, they don't know, they don't really care, right? It just overwhelms them. And we've talked about that a lot, but I do want to focus on something even bigger as far as the duplication process of running your business. Because I talked in this episode or in an episode maybe about 20 episodes ago, I'm pretty sure it was episode 172, like the key skill you need in building a business is the skill of diagnosis. And again, as a physio, it was pretty easy to treat people at the end of the day. Like, you know, there there weren't that many treatment techniques. It wasn't the treatment technique, it was the diagnosis. And in this business, you need to diagnosis if there's a case of TB floating through your business. And the reason it's a huge challenge for duplication is when we look at our warm market. So for 99% of people, 
they start using a program, they you know get good product results, or they get excited by the potential, they see the opportunity, they've gone to a meeting, they've followed someone on social media, you know, someone's reached out to them. However, they've come into this business and they're excited, okay, and what do we do? We go out and tell our friends and family. And that's often what we're told to do. Hey, go tell your friends and family because everyone's gonna want this or this kind of stuff. And again, sometimes we, you know, maybe should set people up a little bit better and say, hey, like, let's just, you're really excited, that's awesome, but let's just pause. Um, Is your skeptical brother the first person we're gonna go to uh, with this really cool thing? Or should we go talk to some, you know, some people who are more open to changing their life, right? But the biggest problem with our warm network is the positive, let's talk positive. The positive is they know, like, and trust us, right? Our warm network have known us for years, decades, you know, potentially our whole life. And there is a lot of trust equity built up in the bank account. We have so much trust with them, right? That we are family, we are close friends, we know each other really well. The flip side, of course, your greatest weakness, your greatest strength is also your biggest potential weakness. The flip side, of course, is sometimes they know you too well and they know too much about your history. They know too much about your life. But when we get into the techno babble, that's when we really start to put the yellow flags up in the minds of our warm network. Because, you know, let's say you're a builder, that you've been a builder your whole life and your whole life you love building, right? You love talking about building, you love to, you know, you, you love to sit there with a blank, uh, a block of land that's a total blank slate, right? A blank canvas and you build beautiful homes for people, all this kind of stuff. You're incredibly talented with hammer and chisel and nail and all that kind of stuff. But that's been your life, right? And then you start with a product, a company, a program, an opportunity. And all of a sudden we try and become these experts in something that we just started. Now, again, yes, there's excitement, there's enthusiasm. We get really excited and we watch the company video where the scientists are like, you know, we source this ingredient from you know, Norway and we source this ingredient from the middle of Africa and we put them together and this is how it works. And there's so much excitement and cool stuff about that, right? But your warm network's gonna sit there and you're gonna go up and say, hey man, you gotta use this product. They got stuff from Norway, this, and it's gonna talk to your DNA chains and it's gonna, like, it's like a motivational speaker talking to your mitochondria and your mitochondria, right, is gonna send this chemical off to the, uh, you know, to the rest of your cellular fluid and all that kind of stuff. And they're gonna sit there and say, Andrew, five minutes ago, you were like putting a roof on a house and now you're trying to tell us how like DNA chains work and mitochondrial cells work, right? Like, and we immediately bring in the skepticism. We actually invite skepticism into the equation. So one of the biggest things, you know, when someone launches a business is obviously we want to get them to believe as quickly as possible. We want to, they've got the excitement and we want to really double down on that excitement and leverage that excitement and get money in their pocket as quickly as possible. The sooner we put money in the pocket, the sooner they're gonna see results, the sooner they're gonna build confidence, the sooner they're gonna believe this whole thing works, this industry works, they're gonna start believing in themselves. That belief is so paramount, it's so important, right? But then we send them out to their warm network and they get really excited with all this techno babbly stuff and the warm network says no. And then what do we do? We've, We've lost that warm network and we've lost this whole potential to grow their excitement so quickly. Now again, yes, once we start going to the events and we hear the science team, yes, it's so exciting. We get excited because we've already 
use the products or use the system or put the the stuff on our skin and, and you know we've already put our money into this program we've already plugged people into the system you know whatever it is however your product or system works right we've seen that but we go out and we tell these very techno babbly stories to people and we lose their warm network or we raise skepticism we raise objections and it's not that they don't believe in you it's just that they're sitting there saying mate five minutes ago you again like five minutes ago you're a builder and now you're suddenly a nutritionist yeah five minutes ago you were uh, you know you're a hairdresser and now suddenly you're a skincare specialist like and it's it's just like it's that skepticism of people let's not invite that into the equation right now the other thing just quickly while we're here we can we can also overwhelm our people ourselves right so when someone starts and someone's brand new and they're like yep I've used the product, my skin's better, you know, my energy's better, my sleep's better, my weight's better, my, you know, physique's better, all that kind of stuff. And we're like, cool, like watch these videos and we can send them the very techno babbly videos as well and we can overwhelm them. So that's like a bit of a problem. But focusing on this challenge, if people don't see those results in their warm network, it's very hard to get them to believe that, hey, it's worth going further. We need that little boost at the start to get them to buy in more, to get them to, okay, I'm seeing results. I'm seeing some hundred dollars coming into the bank account. You know, I'm seeing the results of people I've put this into. Yes, now I'm going to invest more time in getting on the team calls. Yes, now I'm going to invest more money in attending the events. Yes, now I'm going to invest more in myself by reading books and doing courses and listening to podcasts and all that kind of stuff. People aren't going to invest in themselves if we don't give them that little boost at the start to get them going so that they feel it's worth actually taking those next steps, you know? Yes, this isn't a get-rich-quick scheme, and we say that all the time, but we do need to get people off the ground, you know? And we want to get people off the ground as quickly and as seamlessly and with as fewer barriers as possible so that they start to believe more. So then they say, you know what? I am going to invest more in myself. I am going to go out and do more work. So... Rather than, you know, saying to them, hey, go and talk to your family, talk to them how this product works, talk about all that kind of stuff. Spend that time, again, just give them that little, okay, take a breath. Just give them that little pep talk and say, okay, take a breath. Let's get your story under control. Like, let's t- let's get your, like, really enticing story of how you've used this product. And you know what? You can sit there and say, you know what? I'm a builder. I don't know anything about health and wellness, or I don't know anything about skincare, I don't know anything about the financial markets, I don't know anything about business really, but you know what, I followed my friend's advice, I put these products in my body, I put this cream on my face, I plug people into this system, I'm making money, it's incredible, I'm not entirely sure how it works, but I just know if I do this, I feel better, or if I do this, there's money coming into my bank account, I'm working on learning more, I'm attending a course next week to figure out more, but if you're interested, let me know and I'll plug you into these same people as well. Let's just tell that honest story. Like the the honest, the the truth is enough, right? Honesty is enough if you tell it with integrity and say, you know what? I don't know how these products work, but I opened the box. I put the products in my body and I lost five kilo. And you know what? Hey, I've been doing all this stuff that the doctors and nutritionists and TV ads and all that kind of stuff have been telling me for 20 years and I felt crappy. I've been doing this for 20 days and I feel great. So I don't really know how it works, but look, I'm going to keep doing it and I'm going to keep finding out more. If you're interested, let's go. Like I'll plug you in and and you can check it all out. That's all we need to tell at the start. And if we teach people to tell that story, take all the techno babble out, then 
they're going to get those initial results because people are going to say, you know what, I do know, like, and trust you. I have known you for many years. I will take it on. I will take you at your, uh, you know, at your word. And you're not trying to be someone that we know you aren't. That's the problem for people when they sit there and say, why are you suddenly becoming this weirdo? Why are you suddenly trying to become a nutritionist or a dermatologist or a financial analyst, or, you know, a financial market guru, all that kind of stuff? I speak to a lot of people, especially, you know, in like in our VIP group and the mentorship program we have, I speak to a lot of people who come from the financial world. And Angie, actually, Angie was just speaking to someone the other day. They're an engineer and they're in the financial world. Like Angie was doing a coaching call with some with a guy and he's just sitting there saying like, you know, my friends are skeptical because I'm talking about all this financial stuff. And they're like, mate, you're an engineer. Like you've just, you know, and I shouldn't say just my brother and my father, my brother was an engineer. He's now a police officer. My dad spent, you know, his whole career as an engineer, you know, 40 years as a working career as an engineer. I didn't mean to say like just an engineer. I'm saying like, you're an engineer doing all that kind of stuff. You're building roads, building bridges, you know, doing water control, all that kind of stuff that engineers do. And now suddenly you're this financial guru. Like it doesn't make sense. And when people feel that something doesn't add up, when people feel that, you know, are you trying to push a square peg through a round hole here kind of stuff, that BS meter in people's heads go off where they start smelling BS. And it's like, hang on, something's not right here. Now, I know for me, and again, we come back to my health and wellness background, and I had a health and wellness degree and, and a, you know, a good career in the health and wellness industry. And I was respected in my, you know, in my little circle, I was quite respected in that regard for my health and wellness knowledge and my health and wellness profession. And I started with a health and wellness product. Now that meant that I could kind of get away with the techno babble. And that was again, a blessing and a curse because at the start, I could enroll people left, right and center. You know, I could just sit there and say, Hey man, you've got, and you've got to put these products in your body. You've got to try this because of all these reasons. Boom, 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 boom. And I could bring people in no worries at all. And no one could duplicate because I'd given my business TB before it had even got off the ground. I'd like infected my business because then people would either say to me, mate, I, I don't know. I can't do what you do. I don't have 10, 15 years experience in the health industry like you do. I can't just rattle off product names and ingredients and, you know, all this kind of stuff about the human body. I can't do that. And they took themselves out of the game straight away. They just said, I could never be like Andrew, so I'm not even going to attempt it. And then you have the other side of the coin of the people who did try and duplicate it. And people are sitting there saying again, like, well, hey, you're like XYZ profession. And now suddenly you're trying to be a nutritionist. Like what goes on there? Like you're someone who's never really been that fit or healthy. And now suddenly you're trying to talk like you're my personal trainer and my dietitian, and you're giving me all this stuff. And that, you know, that incongruence, was showing up and people couldn't duplicate. And one of the best lessons I ever had was that, was understanding when it hit me. I remember one of my mates who I trained with and we trained together all the time and he sat there and we were trained together and he just said to me one day, it's like, you know, you're looking fitter. And I said, mate, I don't know what's going on, but I've been using these things and I'm feeling better. And he said, cool, get me a packet and maybe actually get, and then like he texted me 10 minutes later and said, actually, yeah, get me a packet for my wife as well. And I was like, oh, like light bulb moment, like less is more, right? I didn't tell him how it worked. I just told him what it had done for me. I just shared my story. I said, mate, and he knew because we trained together for years. We you know, played footy together and all that kind of stuff. And we used to do all our preseason training together. 
and he'd sit there and say, yep, mate, I don't know what's going on, but you were there and now you're over here and I need that. I need that boost. And I said, mate, yep, I've been using this thing. I don't really know what's going on, but I'm feeling better. It's awesome. And he's like, cool, get me a box. Like whatever it is, I trust you. So can you diagnose that problem in your business? Is there a case of TB going through your business, a case of techno babble, either in what you're saying or how you're putting it out to your team? And again, we can talk about it all day. I've talked about it a million times on the podcast and the videos and all the training. People don't buy products, they buy solutions to problems in their life. That's the first thing. Like, like we've talked about that a thousand times. But let's talk about the fact that we actually scare away people who know, like, and trust us by doing that. Now, yes, personal development-wise, growth-wise, when we move into our cold network, when we start to brand and niche ourselves and all those sorts of things, a thousand percent, you can personally develop yourself. You can grow these skills. You can sit there and, okay, I'm going to learn more. I'm going to work on more. So I can talk to people about these sorts of things with more confidence from a cold market point of view. Yes, like long game. Yeah, no problem with that. But again, remember, we're talking about it from the point of view here of how do we get people results as soon as possible? How do we get that launch? How do we maximize people's potential? People start with a bunch of people they know and a bunch of skills they have as far as you know social media and marketing. That's what they start with. They have a list of people they already know and they have a list of skills that they already have. For some people, they can blow things up pretty quickly with that. For some people, they can't even get off the ground. Either way, at some point, they're going to have to develop a new audience. They're going to have to develop a new market. They're going to have to develop more skills at some point in their life. But let's not worry about that until we've at least got them to buy in. Because once they're buying in, once they're like, hey, I spoke to some people, I shared my story, I'm getting results, what next? And we say, okay, now let's get you on the team Zoom calls. Now let's get you to the company event. Now plug into this podcast. Now check out this great book, you know, shameless plug, check out The Way Out by this guy, Andrew. Like, yeah, like (laughs) give them something, right? But no one's going to read the book or listen to the podcast or attend the event or jump on a Zoom or jump on a plane to go to an event. No one's going to do that if they haven't bought in yet, if they haven't got that belief yet. So look at your business, make that diagnosis. Now, super quickly, uh, speaking of social media, speaking of branding, we've got a couple of events coming up, right? So we've got the interview with Fraser Brooks. So the interview is actually going to be live this Thursday night, Australian time. So 8 p.m. Brisbane time this Thursday night, uh, which would be the 9th of February, 8 p.m. Brisbane time. That's 10 a.m. London time. I think it's 5 a.m. Eastern time. I'm pretty sure. I know that's not, it's, it's just not a great time zone for the US, I, it's for the North American people. I understand that, but you know, Fraser's in Dubai, I'm in Australia. We just, we do what we can in that regard. And also then the weekend after we've got the branding, social media branding bootcamp in our way out community. So that is next weekend. And again, all different time zones. Make sure you're in the way out community. If you're not yet, just search it out, the way out community. Uh, jump in there. It's the profile picture. It's the cover picture of the group at the moment. It's going to give you all the details for that. So we're going to be going through that. Now as well, before I go, I want to recognize our subscriber of the week. So subscriber of the week, someone who supported the podcast, shared it up on their story, shared it up on their wall, something like that. Um, I want to recognize Raquel Heggie. Um, now Raquel didn't actually post on her stories or on her wall, um, but she did send me a, a an email the other day based on just the most recent podcast episode about how to procrastinate or how to avoid procrastination, why we procrastinate and how to fix it. Um, and it was just very funny, the colorful language that she used to describe how much she enjoyed the podcast. 
brightened up my day, really put a, you know, put a smile on my face and just made me laugh. You get, you know, when you, you get your emails and, and the sort of a little uh, preview posts up on your phone as you grab your phone and you see the little preview and there was some colorful language and you're thinking, oh no, like someone's saying like, stop emailing me or something, um, but saying it not very nicely. But no, she was actually saying um, just how much she enjoyed the episode and how much it helped in some very descriptive and colorful language, which did make me laugh. So Raquel, I do want to spin the wheel for you. You've got our four steps to four figures. I think that's come up a couple of times already. Four steps to four figure program. Shoot me another email or send me a message on social media and I will send you out that four steps to four figure uh, month program. That's a brand, brand, brand new program. We've just launched only three or four weeks ago. So a number of people who've already got that are absolutely loving it. Hopefully it helps you, Raquel. If you want to be subscriber of the week, Again, just take a screenshot of your device while you listen to this, pop it up on your stories, tag me, let me know your big aha moments, let me know your big takeaways, all those sorts of things. Greatly appreciate it. Again, we'll see you for, well, you'll be hearing me for a podcast episode Thursday morning if you are someone who's right on the ball downloading them straight away. Otherwise, I'll see you Thursday evening with Fraser and I talking about how to crush your social media in 2023. Uh, at some point, hopefully we'll see you on some event. And guys, have an amazing week. Hope you got value out of today's podcast episode and we'll catch you all soon. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.